Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I am your host, Lance Skurv. You know, these thoughts just pop through my mind because I'm so, I'm so not caught up or have clogged filters. My mind is so clear, and and just like a Muhammad Ali left jab, I just keep popping it quick, 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 quick. So, you know, it's not about work ethic. It is also, but I just let things flow, right? But you also have to be willing to put in the work. You know, in the age of microwaves, in the age of text messaging, in the age of FaceTime, and we don't have to write letters anymore that take two weeks to get to the destination. We don't have to cook meals anymore that take hours to prepare. We should be doing it that way. It's better. We have the microwave and we have other things that can do things instantaneously. We have social media that we can indulge our lust in and pick a person or choose to pursue a person that's a total stranger because of the shape of their backside or what appears to be the amount of money that they have in their wallet. Nobody wants to take time to make things stick, to get to know someone, to put in the work, to adhere yourself to something and take time to make things work. As soon as something doesn't go your way, it seems as though you want to stop. You try a new endeavor. You make this New Year's resolution to go to the gym. And after a week and a half, you feel sore. You try to work through it. Yeah, oh, I can't do this anymore. Let me go swing by the bakery and get some cake and let me eat that. Are you ever going to get anywhere with this mentality? No. It'll just be one string of failures after another. And it's not like we use the word failure and they say, well, you need to fail several times before you can succeed. That's when you stay in the same line in the same trajectory. You keep going within that. Once you know in your heart, this is something that you want. Failure means that you just tried this over here, tried that over there. Now, there's another meaning to that also. When you sample different things in life to see what you like and what you don't like. When I was young, my parents didn't force me, but I wanted to learn how to play the piano. So back in the day, I think it was like maybe 1975, 1974, between 73 and 75 was a very crucial thing for me, even before then, because my parents were introducing me to things so I know what it was all about and I know what it was like. Guitar lessons for several months. And so I said, mm, I played it, I learned it, couldn't play it for you now, I don't know what I'm doing. And then piano lessons. And I remember taking piano lessons by, uh, what was his name? Philip Jackson. And his sister, whose name I forgot, she would give me the piano lessons and sometimes he would come in there also. And he always laughed. He had to be about maybe in his late 20s, maybe 30, but because you know we age a little different, we don't really, really look to our age most of the time, I couldn't tell. But I know he's much older than me, but he wasn't somebody who was old, old. And um, we had like a little kitty concert, but they, we all played pretty good now. You know, anything I do, you know, but I put in the work until I realized this is something that I want to do, but I wanted to, and that's what that phase of your life is for. So you know what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you like, what you don't like, but you always kind of take something away from it. You have a knowledge because you put, you sampled it. And, 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 and for parents, this is very important, whether it's a single parent, mother, single parent, father, you're raised up under your aunts, your grandparents. We have different ways, different situations are different. It doesn't have to be one way, but when your mind is so young, 
and, and accepting of the knowledge of, that comes at you and your indulgences, you never really forget it. So if I was to try to play the piano or play the guitar right now, it wouldn't be long for you to catch on and even go beyond because of the confidence that I had from doing it, but that wasn't a failure. But when you groan and you focus on something and unless you say to yourself, I just want to sample this, then I can't say it's a failure. But most people don't do that. Most people go into it, yeah, gung-ho, we're going to go, we're going to win, we're going to do this, whatever, whatever, invest all this money, and it doesn't go their way. These things don't happen overnight. Success for many doesn't happen overnight. Let me just make sure this thing doesn't fall out again, right? It, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to work at it. Look at a mother who's pregnant. In the nine months that that child is in that stomach, do you think that conception happens and the next day, <laughs> you know, the child comes out? No. And even when the child comes out, best believe that the development over the next few years takes time. I mean, imagine, they say give or take a few years, maybe I heard that the human brain doesn't get fully developed until it's 25 years old. 25 years old, a quarter of a century, that baby that was in the stomach for nine months won't have a fully developed brain for another 25 years. So we have some of us who try to make decisions in our life at 18, at 19. Oh, I know I love him. Oh, I know I love her. We can make this work. And your brain's not developed. You have a good feeling from the genitalia, Danny, that you're experimenting with with this person. And because it feels good, everything is going to work out in life with the obstacles that come your way and the challenges. So going back to the whole thing about achieving success, working at something, we give up too fast. When you see somebody in any area of expertise that has excelled at it on many countless hours, behind closed doors, out in the field, wherever, working at this thing repetitiously, repetitiously, repetitiously. I haven't even gotten to where I know I'm gonna get yet. I'm still learning and everything. They got programs coming out to do things with video, which I'm not just a video guy. I'm trying hard to get back to what got me out there. My artwork separates me from the mass of YouTubers because I'm not just out here talking. And once I do, that'll be a whole different lane. It'll be like, oh, Lance, you know, how long have you been doing this artwork? Yeah, what, what else do you do? Well, I do a little, couple of videos here and there, <laughs> right? But the focus will be on the art, although I'll never stop doing what I'm doing here on social media. But I'm not going to present myself to the new eyes that come on my new stuff and say, hey, let them find out. Let them see the other lanes that you're in. Have you ever gone to a restaurant that's known for something? You have a friend that tells you to go there? Oh, you gotta go to this restaurant. It has the best steak. Then you go there and eat one of the chicken burgers. I'm just saying, you know, we're not heavy into the meat, right? But I'm just saying. Say, man, I went there for the steak. The steak was banging a couple times. And then one day I saw somebody else eating one of them chicken burgers. I said, let me order two or three of them to bring home. When I got home, man, that thing was so good, right? So sometimes you go for something and there's something behind it. So that doesn't mean you're a failure. You may go in for one thing and find something behind it, but you had to go through the one thing first, but at least have the stick to follow through. You know, even in boxing, we have guys that hit the bag and they tap the bag, they, they, they stop the punch. No, you're supposed to put your hand through that bag. In your mind, when you're punching somebody, you're supposed to be punching through their head. 
and not just arm punches. But you squat down and use your hips and come up with the whole body. Doesn't matter how tall you are, how short you are, you do the right technique and snap that blow through the person's head, they're done deal. So commitment is what's needed. So when you look to go into a new endeavor, think about it. Just don't jump on a whim or just somebody just come to you and, and get you all amped up and you fall through. Think about it. Make sure it's something you can live with. Make sure it's something that you want to do. Because when I'm committed to something, it can come hell or high water. You best believe I'm going to go through with it. Many people that haven't known me for long, they probably thought, eh, we can do the few things to him and he'll get discouraged. But if you know me for the decades, like my friends, my close friends know me, that's the wrong thing to do because it's just going to make me even more determined. But certain haters have to find out the hard way. You are not going to break my spirit. When I con commit to something, I'm going to go through with it. I don't care if I got to stay up all night doing it every single night. I don't care if I have to lock up in a room and study my craft. I am not into the herd mentality. I'm not into the group think. I don't need validation. The only validation is me knowing what's inside of me and what I aspire to do and that I'm going to, I'm going to reach for it and I'm going to make it. And if I don't make it, it's because the creator said, Hey, your time on this level is over. I heard a story a long time ago and I've spoken about it before about this artist. He was 86 years old, been drawing all his life and they found him on the floor in the studio. He didn't come out for two days and they knocked his door down and he was dead. And he died almost with the pencil in his hand. It fell out of his hand, about six inches away from his hand. But he was drawing this fabulous picture, right? And he had some type of heart attack. I don't know what it was, but he was still trying, even through the pain where you saw the, the lead was just, he was still drawing and it was going down. It was a crooked line going down to the bottom of his uh, paper. Isn't that something? He died and left off this earth doing the thing that he loved and that was his last masterpiece and from what I heard that was one of the most valuable ones because they saw his last strokes before he had the heart attack and transitioned how many of us have that type of drive that type of determination you all know what I've done in bodybuilding I didn't use any steroids it was a young age there's a lot of temptation around a lot of pretty girls around, but it was time for me to go to the gym. I went to the gym on time. Whatever they offered me, we can do that after the workout, if you know what I mean. See, I've always had that fanatical determination when I set my mind to something. It's what makes me a champion. And so, they say, oh, you call yourself a champion now. Well, if you got low self-esteem and can't see yourself in the winner's circle, you'll never get there. But you have to be able to work toward it and willing to put in the work. You will never win if you don't put in the work. We want the fame. We want the attention. We want that. And this is one thing about social media. We can fake it and appear to be a certain way without really putting in the work. In a society today, it's so easy to get a, what they call it, a BBL or BB, well, I don't know, the, the butts, you know, whatever. Who wants that? If you are secure in who you are as a woman, why would you do that? And now your, your backside is hanging over 
disproportionately with no leg. I have a trained eye and physique. And it, it looks nasty. But we think we can chop ourselves up. Even young men who are three, two or three weeks into the gym, they start asking people, when can I get my first cycle of steroids because I want to get there faster? Ruining their bodies. And they won't look good when they're 60 years old. They'll be all messed up by the time before they're 30. They look so old. They don't want to put in the work and take the time to put in the work. It's a beautiful thing when you toil because when you toil and get down in it every inch of the way you learn so much you become a veteran to the game that you're in but most of us don't think that way most of us we just want to get there quick don't you know there's so many authors out there that haven't even written the books that they put their name on and put out there best-selling author not all of them but there have been people who have told me personally Lance, don't waste your time writing a book. You have a little name online. Just have a ghostwriter write it. No, I, I can't do that. They can't tell my stories. Not the way I could. I'd rather wait. And I'm not going to rush. No. No shortcuts for me. I don't care how long it takes because it's very rewarding. Very rewarding when you finally reach the pinnacle of your private and personal success. But the only thing, we live in a society, like I said, that, that doesn't value that anymore. But when you take your time and get it, all those who have taken shortcuts will not feel the same joy that you have. But you can say, I got several decades of body of work. Or I achieved this. It was the last thing I ever did. I felt so good. When I won that natural teenage Mr. America in 1982, it still brings a glow to my face. Not because I was on stage and had standing ovation because of the way my body looked. No. It was because of the years before that. When I didn't look right at all in my body. To me. And there's things I had to improve. And there were people telling me, ah, oh, he's not going to make it. He has too much work to put in. Even if he took drugs, he wouldn't look good at all. But they didn't know my level of commitment that I can take a natural body and train so hard and eat so right. And when it came time to eat strict so every visible ounce of fat fell off of my body. That takes something special that very few are willing to deal with. The amount of bike riding that I did from one borough to another, the amount of jogging and running and sprints that I did, practicing of the posing and presentation to the point where I knew how to angle my body in certain ways that made me look even more spectacular because I had control over every single muscle of my body and can make it pop. The art of it. Get into the art of what it is that you're looking to get into. Learn every aspect of it and become a master. And if you fall off or make a misjudgment, get right back up and do what you have to do again. When I was, what, six or seven years old and my father purchased that unicycle, that one-wheel bike that you see me riding, well, I fell a lot of times. Lots of times I was in a crowded street, not a crowded street, but it was populated. People can see you. And I was so embarrassed. And I was not going to be embarrassed that much more anymore. I'm like, I am not going to fall too many times on this thing. I have got to learn this. He didn't force me to do it. But see, my father was always very shrewd. Now, my mother was too. But as a male uh, example, who was guiding me the right way, he always kept challenges 
in front of me. Always something to reach for. But while reaching for it, I could not quit. I had to put in the work until I got it. I learned how to refinish floors excellently, the different types of wood, the different types of stain, the polyurethane, the sealer, how they react with each other from single digit ages. I just didn't like doing it because that's all I saw around me from him. But he taught me so many more things. Even though I didn't grow up in the country or Jamaica or even out here in West Africa, I had an appreciation for all things nature because he loved nature. In the little yard that we had, in the backyard that we had, he had the hedges growing, different flowers, different things, and he would go out there so peaceful. He loved it. So I love it too. So although I'm a city boy, right, I have a love for all things nature. So I can ride with the country, and I can ride with the most intense city in the world that never sleeps, and have all that knowledge in between, right? But the thing is, whatever you do, if you forget anything about this video, because you know I like to ramble a lot, is that you gotta be willing to put in the work. If you don't put in the work, even if you get a shortcut or somebody hooks you up and advancing you, it will not be as sweet as when you earned it. When you earn it and put in the work, it's the sweetest feeling in the world. And you know what? Nobody could take that from you. Salute to my brothers and much love Mwah! to my sisters. Thank you for being here with me. I love you all. Thank you for the support. Hitlandscurve.com. Download the Landscurve app at the Google Play Store. Amazon and the Apple Store and a few other places soon when I hook it up that way. But we got to keep making progress. We got to keep knowing that there's another level that where we are now and what reality we see around us now, that's not it. There are new realities waiting for you. But if you think that this is it for you, you're doomed. Or always look toward the future and look to what's better, but on your terms and no one else's. Anyway, take care. Much love, y'all.